This is a HeadGum Podcast. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me, as always, is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. When you need to clean your pooper, make sure you have the right scooper. (laughs) Charmin Toilet Paper. That one came from (laughs) Rohit Gulati, all the way from India. And uh, Rohit said he started a Twitter account just to send this this (laughs) slogan. So... Thank you, Rohit. That's uh, very much appreciated. You know, it's so simple, but I've never thought of toilet paper as a scooper. But it is. It's a gross thought to think. It's gross, yeah. But that is what you're doing. You're you're scooping up poop off of you. Well, that's why you need a bidet. Because if if you're not using water, you're just at the beach cleaning up a sandcastle in your butt. Like, you're just just moving things around and hoping to get the majority. You're never going to get all of it. You know, a lot of cultures have, uh, like, a a tradition of keeping a pot of water with a ladle next to the... Toilet, <sighs> and that's sort of like a, wa- a, a, a you you pour the ladle of water. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's better, probably better than nothing. But better I'd than prob- toilet paper? Oh, just it's just water. Maybe say, let's just say there's some toilet paper too. I would I would put it on the toilet paper. We've talked about this a little bit. And I would, then wet it. But I don't know how what you're doing with that ladle. First of all, the the mechanics of the ladle. Like I'd want to throw it up my butt. You have to. Yeah, you almost have to pour it from the back. Yeah, you trying to let p- it drain through the crack. Yeah. And then does it come to the front or does it just fall out? I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. Uh, I don't know. Or is it is and it's I definitely for male it, or is it, is it for feminine hygiene? No, I think uh I don't know. I think it's a I'm pretty sure it's a poop thing. Yeah. And it's and it's a cleanliness thing. It's, it's like def- a, it's obviously a cleanliness thing. No I've, one's I've heard it like as in like you have toilet paper but no ladle of water. No ladle? Crazy fucking savage. How am I supposed to wipe without a ladle? <laughs> I don't know. First tell me how you do wipe with a ladle because I, don't I, I think we both, well, we should look into that. Yeah, we should look um, into Maybe there's a tutorial. There's go- there has to be. Yeah. There's a tutorial for everything. Show me how to ladle my butt. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you for that that tweet, Rohit. And um, everyone, thank you for tweeting all of the slogans we've been getting. We're going to try to get to as many as we can, but if they don't get on the show, we still love them. So thank you for tweeting at me at the Doug Man. Thank you for tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen, D-O-L-G-E-N. And thank you for calling us on the shit hotline at 1786, hold it in, this letter N. And thank you for emailing us on at uh, dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. We really appreciate your calls, your emails, and your tweets. We read them all. We listen to them all. You, uh, you guys are the best. The, this, we have amazing fans. And it's been, since, since our coming back out, there's, it's been way more active in terms of the, the, uh, the reaching out that fans have done. And it's been, it's great. We love it. Um, Jack, what do you got going on? Well, I, I do have something I wanted to talk about. You know, this is a little bit of an ongoing saga for me. Mm-hmm. But I had, you know, I've been living with my girlfriend, Sarah, for three, four months now, something like that. Thank you. And um, she finally experienced uh, the first incident of mysterious butthole pain. <laughs> of your mysterious butthole That's pain. That's right. For anyone who is unaware, Jack has been plagued by a mysterious butthole pain. To the point where he's he's actually fainted from the pain. Right, it's yeah. a very real thing. I can't remember uh, what episode it was that I told that story, but I have had the pain has in the past <laughs> gotten so severe that I fainted at the Hotel Del Coronado Hotel. <laughs> uh, uh, well, illustrious history there. They shot some like it hot. 
um, presidents have visited um, and uh, from Taft to Reagan, and uh, I fell over because my ass hurt really bad. <laughs> so, and you've seen doctors too, right? I have. This? I saw a doctor who, who said little more than like, I don't know. <laughs> oh great well that makes two of us so so I have this mis- uh, is, I'm laying in bed uh, the other night and drifting to sleep I think we were sort of drifting off to sleep and I just felt it coming and it came it came fast and bad <laughs> does okay? it usually come with a, a little bit of warning or is yeah, it yeah it'll come usually it comes with like oh there's a little something there right. a little pain uh-huh. And then, and then this you. is and you know, this is like right on my asshole. Yeah, yeah. But on the inside, <laughs> it feels like it's right on the inside of my butt. Okay. <laughs> this is what, and it's mysterious. It's yeah. Uh, naturally. And so I start to feel it, but then it gets worse very quickly. And I go, I go, I just I said, uh, you know, she's sort of half asleep. <laughs> I was like, uh, mysterious butthole pain. <laughs> she, she, With no other No other pre- No, just said that. And she knows about this because I have mentioned it. You've to mentioned her. it before, but you've never experienced it in front of her. She is half asleep and immediately goes, "Oh no, baby, do you want me to massage it or something?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you are far too lucky. And or what's wrong with her? Maybe both. Oh my god! First instinct just wants to help. Whatever. I mean, is that not the sweetest thing you've ever heard? What a, gross a partner. Little? I. I I like to play that out. What if you had been like, yeah? I, I, I Yeah, okay, so I say yes. Yeah, right, I didn't, but you, say I did. I say yes, I would like- What does that look like? What does that, and that's what I said. I was laughing, and I was like, no, I don't need you to, to massage it, babe. What, but what, what are we was, even talking about? What would that be? What, you put your finger on my butt and rub it around? I. What did she say? She was like, well, I don't, anything you, whatever, is it okay? Like, whatever I can do to help. Oh, my God. I pop a couple Advil. This is in my regiment now. I go into the baths like, I'm all right. You pop them in your butthole. I pop them I shove them right in. You're going to go direct. (laughs) Yeah. I pop a couple Advil. I go into the bathroom. I rub a little Prep H in there, which is what I do. Do you feel a relief from the Prep H? It does create a relief, you know, within- But it's not hemorrhoids. Within 10 minutes. It's not hemorrhoids. It might be an anti-inflammatory thing. Maybe something is inflamed or mm-hmm. something in that moment. The Advil also maybe helps. I crawl back into bed, and then uh, I crawl back into bed, okay? It doesn't help right away. I lay back into bed. Is Sarah sleeping? Sarah's like, you okay? No, she's, she's yeah. awake now. She's now she's worried about home. your butthole. She's now my, she's, she's now- She's got her index finger ready. She's got it. She's got a little tiny finger condom on, and yeah. she's ready to rub. And she's YouTubing a tutorial. <laughs> All right, I think I got it. I think, I, 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 have, I think I have a pretty good sense of this. It, uh, I lay down, it's, Raging, mysterious butthole pain is raging at this point. It has I, not died down at all. No, it has not died down yet. I go, you know, uh, uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom again. I go to the bat into the bathroom. This time, I do something which has worked weirdly a few times in the past. I basically sit down on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I really have to shit, mm-hmm. but I sit down on the toilet and try to get something out. Which is I usually it's usually that's how hemorrhoids happen when you're pushing. And it's not something I ever do. I am not a pusher. I don't do that. But you've done it in this scenario before. Yes, only. And uh and I sit there and I go through a a cycle of cold sweats, whoa, extreme pain and I'm like got I feel like I maybe got got something there that I can get out. I finally kind of got something and I and I basically just uh, 
I cold sweat it out and I get out this little tiny nugget of poo. And I feel better. Why? I don't know. And wow. I get in bed, I change my shirt. Because you sweat through I it? I sweat through it. I dab my face down. I sweat through my shirt. I change my shirt. And I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm fine. And that was Sarah's first interaction with mysterious butthole pain. Now, I have since gotten a tweet from a shithead, which I really appreciate. This guy, Jason Striggle, if I'm saying that right, hopefully. He says he ever, you know, he knows about my mysterious butthole pain. And he right. says he ever look, check, check this out. And he sends me a Canadian Medical Association journal piece about something called... Which I'm surprised you hadn't seen before. Yeah, well, you're you're usually all over that. Oh, yeah. I'm all over it, yeah. But, you know, sometimes I, I don't see the, the, uh, the <laughs> entries that are from the northern region. <laughs> I tend towards the um, more rural... Uh, <laughs> uh, there's something called... pro. Uh, this is so hard. Medical words are so hard. It's called Proctalgia Fugax. <laughs> that it's, second word is spelled. That, that's every- not like something James Gandolfini is like, oh, Fugax. <laughs> I got the Fugax. Oh, you got the, you got the Proctalgia Fugax. <laughs> I got the, I got the mozzarella, buffalo mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pain in you get from your ass from eating too much ham. <laughs> too much, uh, too much gabagoo. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so they basically say, um, uh, it's so formal. Proctalgia fugats or functional re- recurrent anal rectal pain is part of a spectrum of functional gastrointestinal disorders defined by the Rome <laughs> three diagnostic criteria as episodes of sharp fleeting pain that recur over weeks are localized to the anus or lower rectum and last from seconds to several minutes with no pain between episodes. I don't know if this is what I have. It sounds like it. Because, well, it does kind of sound like it, right? But then it makes a distinction. And I know we're getting a little technical here, but this is important. No, it let's says, get our hands dirty. It should be differentiated from chronic proctalgia, a functional anal rectal pain disorder with a vague dull ache or pressure sensation high in the rectum, often worse when sitting than when standing or lying down and last... 20 minutes, at least 20 minutes. I feel I have some sort of combo of the two. Yeah, it lasts 20 minutes, but the standing or sitting doesn't affect it. Right. I think you have the former. And it's mine is a sharp pain. And I think it's for the former. You think it's the proctalgia fugax. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just one of the unfortunate 8% where it lasts eight, eight, uh, Wait, 20 minutes. <laughs> so, okay. So, speaking of percentage, I thought I was alone. You know, No, you're, you're not alone. I'm not alone, Doug. I'm not alone. Do you feel better? I feel warm. <laughs> I feel warmed. Do you? Does it have any um, uh, advice on how to deal with it? It's not good advice. It's nothing is good. It's not have your it's girlfriend ba- massage it. It's little more than eh. Well, it's this little way, more than what the doctor. This said. what the doctor said. It's basically what the doctor said. But let me tell you about how common it is, and I think these numbers are going to shock you. Almost as shocking as to feel your anus burn with pain in the middle of the night. The prevalence of proctalgia fugax is in the general population, in the general population, maybe as high as 8 to 18%. Interesting. Now, that's significant. Yes, it is significant. It's a diaspora out there of, of, of mysterious yeah. butthole survivors. There's a whole survivors. village you could be living with. Um, There's not much to I, do with it. You can't do much. They name a few things. And I, you know, I, I, like I, something I have talked about, I haven't talked about with you is I have had pains. It's just not that. I, I wonder if I'm part of that because you are an outlier and that you've had it for 20 minutes. I've had butthole pains. Right. But they, they go. They go. They're like 20 seconds and it's like, whoa, what the fuck was that? And it almost feels like a gas pain in my asshole. Uh-huh. So maybe you have the, that thing, maybe. the fugax. But Why you have- in the world does sitting, uh, do I sit on the toilet and get a cold sweat? Well, that, 
Well, and from the, the pain, maybe. The, I think it's, and I'm I think it's from some, the, and that's it, what happens from pain. And then it feels but, better. Though. But the duty coming out is why very is, interesting. Have, and that? you've never done that before. You've I never, have, I have, I have. And done, the poop always feels better? A little bit comes out and then you feel better. And I just can't explain any of it. It's all mysterious. And honestly, like, it's part of what makes me interesting. Yeah. So I don't want... The mysteries of Laura. I don't want to solve it because, you know... Because this, then the show's over. Then what is my girlfriend going to have to connect with no, me? No, no, no. She's going to say... You need... You, look, when they... when when. When couples therapists talk about keeping the mystery alive, yes, what they are very specifically <laughs> talking about is do not con- conclude any physical ailments you have, especially in the butthole, because once that happens, the relationship becomes boring. There's oh, no mystery left. Oh, baby, are you okay? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to massage it? I'm in. She's the best. Wedding ring shopping the next day. Come on. Anal, anal bead shopping the next day for you. <laughs> um, wow, well, that's... Amazing, and I and I can't wait to keep hearing more about your butthole. And I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be more more stories. I'm sorry, but it's okay. Your your pain is 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 our joy. Um, anyway, we've got a great show for you today. We got Charlie Hewson. Charlie is uh, is a great actor and musician, and um, I, he's had a really amazing formative story uh, that I think you're really going to dig. Here he is, Charlie Hewson. We're here with Charlie Houston. Charlie, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, it is such a pleasure. It is my it is my solemn duty to be here. It, you know what? It, it, I hope you have more than just a solemn duty. I hope there's multiple duties. Um, but, uh, you know, Adam Lustick, who's been on the show recently, who's a good friend of ours. Don't think about what I just said too hard. Because um, I think solemn isn't, isn't it like, solemn is, like a somber? Like yeah. It's not solo. It's not solo. I, I beg your pardon. Solemn, I hate to quibble. I, I, I majored in the English language. Please. Solemn, sol, solemn means. I majored in a, marijuana. A, 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 de, a bottom deep. Yeah. Resolve. It definitely doesn't mean solo. Right. Uh, it so can mean it sad. It has an S in it. Um, <laughs> I, it, it it's literally the... Um, it sounds like somber, which can... It also confuse. doesn't mean solo. That's what I thought it meant, but somber. it doesn't. It, it can. It can't. You can apply it like that. It's it's an interesting word. Yeah. I but might it, be it, wrong, it, by the way. It's like a depth but, but of duty. But, like but we can really confirm... deep down duty. Exactly. Deep down we duty. We can never... <laughs> and this is actually where we come to talk about deep down duties. <laughs> yeah, not so deep down. My duty, the duty that I have for you is the deepest down. Really? Wow. Yes. Well, that's great that you're here. And um, as I was saying, Adam Lustick, who's a a good friend of ours personally and a friend of the podcast. And a good man. uh, The best man. Arguably one of the best. He's he's in the the ranking. He's he's a a best man. Quinnipiac is coming out with the new- Oh, he's the best man. Oh, oh, he's best man. man. Oh, he is best man material. Um, And he was like, you got to meet Charlie. Charlie's got to come on the show. He's got a story for you, which is- the best doing this, the, the those emails and those calls, I think the best are the best because it's like it, it gives me. I, I'm Jewish, so I never had Christmas morning of opening, <laughs> but but this is my Christmas morning where I don't know what's under the tree. Ah. Um, but I but uh, I know that you know I'm Jewish also, so I don't have a lot of joy. So um, uh, so this is this is my Christmas morning joy of of what's under the tree. This was just a gift. We didn't, you know, Lustig was like, set it up, and this is so. This is great, and uh, I'm excited to unwrap this gift. He gave you a little te- did he r- like run no. a teaser for you? No, nope. we nothing. don't like we, to we, know. We, you just trust him. We don't, and we the people we trust. We also like to go in cold, uh, as cold as possible. Sure, um, I like, would prefer you know, that. If I, like, I mean, that, and that's also the way my father-in-law lives his life with me. Yeah, um, which going is in as cold as possible. <laughs> um, it's a it's a wonder uh, he hasn't been a guest on the show. Yeah, no, totally. 
<laughs> um, how about I just don't bring it up with him that this is what I do. Um, so anyway, Charlie, uh, we don't know. We yeah. this, and I'm I'm excited. Jack's exciting. Let's get into it. Well, I'll tell you. All right. So uh, um, basically, uh, when I was 11 years old, um, my mother decided that I needed to care about sports at all. Just like any, <laughs> from any, zero to something. So just so, give, give me something, Charlie. Yeah. Give me something. Uh, I I was I, you know she could see I was a very awkward boy. Yeah. I was a I was a kind of hippie, kind of like you know, um, uh, awkward child, and uh, I didn't uh, have any affinity uh, for sports. I had mm-hmm. no coordination to speak of, and no interest, zero interest. Uh-huh. And people, I was getting pushed and prodded because my friends played sports, and that was how they bonded. So it was important mm-hmm. to my mother to have for me to have some kind of you know safety net socially. So she sent me to summer camp called uh, at Deerwood, a camp for boys in Holderness, New Hampshire, and uh, a, a, a camp with which I am profoundly in love and, and always will be. It, is, uh, it was my home for many summers growing up. Ah. But the oh, first wow. summer that I was there, um, it, it's a seven-week period, and uh, um, it's split into two halves, and my friend, I stayed for the full seven because my mom wanted me out of the house. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and that what better way to really foster an, an interest in sports than just by being abandoned in the woods. For <laughs> just uh, but, but it is dropped so, into a field. And it's a New England camp, and so there's a lot of, you know, like on, a, on the weeknights, we would go and play a game of sports. Right. Oh, to, yeah, just as a cabin. Just, just you know, a sportsing all, game. The 11-year-olds yeah, yeah. would play, gather yeah. together in a game of sports. Yeah, let's game and, sports. Uh, so, and I wasn't enjoying that very much, but I did have a friend uh, for the first half who uh, left after the end of the first half, and I got terrifically uh, depressed uh, to the point that um, one of my dearest friends in the world uh, t- as of today, Connor Fetting-Smith, uh, who is a kind of like Adam Lustig caliber man, really just top tier man. He's the best man. Uh, he was also 11. What's he his was middle one- name? Connor uh, Fetting Smith. It's a hyphen. Oh, Connor Fetting Smith. Yes, Got he has uh, progressive what a parents. Name. So uh, uh, and he name. has he has <laughs> an unreal name. He has That's a spirit to match. Incredible name of a friend. It only gets better yeah. if it was the third. His, <laughs> his name was uh, his his name was taken from uh, a, a, a massive like thousand page novel called Trinity, which is like an. <laughs> it's like a dude, you see, and you can kind of hear it in there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so he he heard me uh, weeping and uh, vomiting in the oh. middle of the night because I was so. Homesick for the first time because I had met my friend right away and we just talked about dolphins. He was also a nerd and we yeah. literally just talked about nature for three and a half you weeks. Did you say dolphins too? Dolphins, maybe. Dolphins. Dolphins. Talking about dolphins. So we started, we started As an 11 year old, the first thing was, Where are we on yeah. dolphins? It literally. Oh, we, I remember. <laughs> Where we were both into dolphins. Let's get it going. The first yeah. conversation. You're into dolphins yeah. or kidding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we, we, we hung deep for that first three and a half weeks and then he left and I was so sad. Uh, that I was sick. I was sick with sadness. And Connor heard me, bless his heart, in the middle of the night, and he woke up and he had the presence of mind, very mature, sophisticated kid, when he was 11, said, are you okay? Someone needs me. Someone needs yeah. the Trinity. Yeah, exactly. He rose Power. to the challenge, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and and I said, no, I'm not okay. I'm really hurting here, Connor. And Did I, you say and, I'm really hurting? Uh, something to that tune. I mean, I think the, the, wow, the, 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 the loud sounds of yeah, sickness yeah, yeah, in the yeah. bathroom... Yeah. Maybe spoke for you. Indicated that, yeah. yeah. Had you ever thrown up from being sad before? Never, and, n- and never again. Wow, okay. Uh, so but I was- really moved. That's how, that's how, moved, her, that's yeah. how much pain you were in. I wonder that's if right. it, was it because you were crying so much? Did that induce vomiting? 
I I don't think so. I think the 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 vomit was the top of the of the emotional wow. thing. Wow. I was yeah. I I, w- I was awoken by a, a despair Got that it. moved me to the yeah. bathroom and then Wow. Okay. I, I think he found me maybe huddled on the bathroom floor if I'm not because I was keeping him up at that if there's point. There's any yeah. man for the job. It's this guy Connor. Yeah, yeah Connor. Connor Fetting Connor Fetting Smith. We should we should all learn his name. Say repeat after me. Connor Fetting Smith. Connor Fetting Smith. There it is. Smith. Hell it is. God, uh, okay, yeah. so anyway, uh, so uh, he found me there and he said, are you okay? I said I, I, something to the tune of, no, I'm really hurting here. And he said, you know what you should do is you should come do theater because uh, you're, you know, you're always hanging, us, uh, hanging out with us in the outfield. Like literally, our, my, my friends at the time would d- d- get as far away from the game of sports as yeah. possible. We would be put in the outfield, and then we yeah. double that. You could distance. see the game, but you were picking you were lilies and yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> not lilies. What are the daisies? The little mm-hmm. field ones. Anyway, so he was like, "You should really join." Like you, you know, at the end of every week, there was what's called a a, a tree talk every Sunday evening. Lovely idea, mm-hmm. where someone and a, a counselor gives a speech, and there are also a bunch of skits. And the cabins would put together skits, and I was one of the main writers in my cabin. I was uh, uh, very excited about that. But head writer we, of the cabin. Yeah, w- I wouldn't say co 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 writer. Yeah, co writer. Yeah, like the thank, second thank you the second sketch would go to him. It, yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. You know, uh, Gary had first refusal. <laughs> 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 but but some of those nights, your sketches did pop them up. Oh yeah, no, I was <laughs> featured. I was heavily featured, and also yeah. as a performer. So yeah. he was like, "Dude, you're a Charlie <laughs> Houston." <laughs> That was really good. Is that my SNL? Yeah. It's really good. Uh, so, yeah. So, so I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if theater is my thing because I was a waspy kid from Connecticut and already there was a stigma against theater. Really interesting. I vividly remember being like, theater's for losers. Yep. Right. And Connor was like, no, it isn't. Yeah, awesome. theaters for losers. Dolphins are cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's academic, so it's, yeah. it's, I get a pass for dolphins. <laughs> anyway, that's a good. It's a good point, though. Anyway, so so Connor convinced me, and I I auditioned for the musical, which is you know the big end of camp thing, huge affair. All of cut to the end of the seven weeks. I have rehearsed for this thing. I've gotten a really good part in this thing. I'm playing. Uh, the tennis counselor, Bruce Wilhelm, based on the real man in a uh, <laughs> camp version of The Wizard of Oz. So I am the scarecrow and I'm the tennis, the head but, but, of tennis. So, oh yeah, that's, that's, that is, and I, so, there's a meta-ness about exactly. it that's far advanced. You're, you're both, it was, you're both the, you are both the scarecrow as played uh, in the character of the tennis instructor exactly as right. played by you. That's right, there were levels, yeah. It was a stacked Whoa. series of levels. I gotta meet and these writers. <laughs> so the song, the, my, my debut song is, If I Were the Head of Tennis, I'd Really Be a Menace. Uh-huh. I'd Own Those Courts of Clay. Oh, oh, right. Wow. Okay. It was, it, so it was there's good. There's not nice. at all. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's a good that's cadence. Yeah. That's a good cadence. Who wrote that? I, I believe his it's name Gary. was Craig. Was it a student or was it like it was the a counselor? counselor? It was, I went on to write the counselor. some songs. You, and you I, went I, on I, to, yes, I did. When the, when the tables the were turned. You, yeah. saw yeah. Some, you saw some of those first drafts and you're like, I gotta get it. Okay, so so anyway, so the it's interesting because the camp sketches that I was, you know, at Tree Talk, those weekly sketches, those made me excited, but I was never really afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, as indicated by the, you know, emotional end of the first half of camp, I, I, I am a nervous uh, person uh, who has, an, I'm a nervous stomached man. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know anything about but that. But I never <laughs> really, I'd never really felt the, the, the depths, the, the, the solemn depths of, of that fear. 
And uh, the night came, and I was dressed in uh, tennis whites that I had borrowed from Otto Forrester, who was a peer of mine. These fucking names. Uh, <laughs> Otto Forrester. You know what's so nice is that these are these are all the different. Like we're Jews. I went to overnight camp, so everything was just Goldberg or, yeah. or uh, Markowitz or Schmitzenbaum. <laughs> these names are fucking. I just wanna. I wanna. Eat them on a plate and drink Chardonnay while I like I just I dissect each one of these names. I, I want to lay them on the ground like a rug and roll around yeah. them with a oh sherry. My God, yeah. I just want to talk about old money with these. these <laughs> oh, and the conversation you would have. Yeah. I want Tales a, a they would tell. Holster are, a, a chair with them <laughs> and just sink into it. I want to disappoint the, the <laughs> these these names with the amount of money I'm making doing what I do, and and, and, the, and the colleges I got into and got waitlisted at. They, I want to form a social Social club with them, and, th and so that they cannot let me in because yeah. I'm Jewish. <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. Uh, uh, so I want to exactly kill a hooker right. with these names. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. I want to work at Goldman Sachs with these names. Summer in summer in Connecticut, and then and then do something really really dark and pretend that it never happened, and keep operating uh, as. As if, uh, and be totally fine, with and be totally, and, and and not be, and not be racked with guilt every night. Yeah, well, sorry, you'd be in good company. No, sorry, no, it's quite all right. That's anyway, something that we, so, we should have hijacked. That was oh, it's quite all right. Uh, so, <laughs> it was a good bit. Uh, so, yeah. So anyway, so the night came, and I was dressed in these tennis whites that I had borrowed. And incidentally, Otto Forrester was not a great friend of mine, mm -hmm. but I knew he had tennis whites. I'd seen him in them. Mm -hmm. No one else really did. And and when I asked him for them, he was like, ah. Uh, do I have to? Like he was, he was kind of looking for the, the grown up to make him do it because he, yeah. he was just very. He wasn't going to do it kinda, on his own. Yeah, he was, he was uh, kind of tight fisted about it. But anyway, I, I pried them away from him, and I was wearing the uh, the tennis whites on the night. And uh, oh no, ten minutes, ten minutes to show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> everything. I went. I clicked over from excitement to real terror. And uh, I still um, have that stomach to this date. I, I, I don't need to remember it because I get it every time. You get uh, nervous. A performance. Get, yeah, if I have a ah. job uh, driving there, I have to try. You feel that same. I, I have to try not to, um, to lose control of myself. Wow. Anyway, so I, I, I. So you start to get nervous. You start to get panicked. I start about to the feel I, there's a cold sweat. Sure. And your uh, stomach feels like what? Here, here's what's interesting is that I'm not af I'm not afraid of the show really. I'm not. There's no like. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not a person who thinks ahead. My body is doing it. You know. What I mean, it's totally out of my control. All I can do <laughs> is repress and manage that bodily fear. Do you see? What I'm, like yes. it's, the uh -huh. intellectual application is in post, uh, mm -hmm. and and I'm I'm very good at it now. Uh, but uh, this was my first time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I'd never yeah. been faced with such high stakes. And uh, and do you to Jack's question? I'm sorry. Do you please. do you feel like I'm going to be sick, or there is a shit brewing in me? Or uh, okay, it just because feels it was wrong. unprecedented, it felt deeply wrong. Like there was a, a booming, a drop. There was a drop. You know sure. that like my heart kind of splooshed. Mm -hmm. Into into the 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 bottom of my bowels. It was a very, mm -hmm. like you know like dropping a large stone into a well. Mm -hmm. right? You Got know it. there was a and a big kind of boom. Yeah, <laughs> that what, what you would yeah. you can imagine uh -huh. those acoustics. So uh, yeah, so uh, 
I was, I, immediately then it became, okay, now I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of what my body will do. So it was no longer at all about, even my body wasn't concerned about the play. It was only, okay, what do I do now? How do I manage this? And uh, then uh, I felt um, what seemed to be in my experience, a fart feeling. <laughs> Again, first time with this feeling. I've, totally I've, fair. I've farted hundreds of times yeah. by this point, and yeah. had a real mastery of the, of the yeah. subject. I could, I believe, so I was thought. old enough to know how to manually fart. Have you ever done that? How you can, like, how you can, you can ma burp. make up a burp? You, you can do, do that with the a same fart? thing you can with do a that? fart. Yeah, it, I can't do it now, but I there was a period where I, it's it's just a it's kind a, like a, a butt body chug positioning thing. It's a butt chug. Does it involve inhaling through your mouth, or does it just involve moving? No, that would be a. No, no. <laughs> well, that's, okay. well, that's why right. how's the air get down there, I, dude? You no, open up the anus. It's a butt chug. You're trying to be your it's, it's a butt chug. It's a butt chug. <laughs> you're um, chugging air with your butt. Yeah, you're just like. You're, it's, it's yeah. It's uh yeah. I'm trying yeah. to do it right now, but yeah. now it makes me want to shit. Have, do you have experience with this? No, I don't. I don't. You can see that it's possible. But I did when you made yourself burp. I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's going to show us how it works from the top to the bottom. That would be something. That would be that would be a Zen master. But I have no no. I've never made myself fart. I've never had to because it was always happening anyway. So I had, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had real control at this point, and I was confident that I could manage this. You could fart and let a little, this, a little this, pressure uh, event. Yeah. And so I gave it a little test, and uh, it went. Uh, boy, did it go the wrong way. <laughs> there was. Um, <laughs> there was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, reminder: Tennis whites. Oh, uh, has so, not been lost on me. Uh, so uh, I am um, then. Then, because I'm a kind person, a thoughtful person, I'm going. Oh no, Otto! Oh no, he'll be so upset. That was. Otto I think that was my first to thought. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. So I go. Okay. 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 What do I do? What do I do? That was. There's something in there now. That now I have a physical, you know, burden. Do you have tidy whities on? No, I was wearing a, a, a boxer at the time. I wouldn't have been in tidy whities. Oh, no. So, oh, oh, yeah, anything can happen in a boxer. Well, that's, I mean, that's. Where is the you, shit? So, tell us where. So, this you, is all right. Now, now. Are you alone when this thank happens? Thank you, you Okay, on? so I'm, I, I am outside of what was called the Stone Building, which was a large. <laughs> Uh, you know, building in the woods where we would do the plays at the end of the sure. year. And the, everyone at the camp, which means maybe 200, 220 people, <sighs> plus parents. So maybe 500 people are packed into this tiny little theater. It was the biggest audience I could conceive of, ah. let alone had been yeah. in front of. So, uh, which explains, you know, the, the level the of the nervousness. So, uh, you were outside of it. Like, I was outside. I was so just the house, the house was packed. And the, you, the, the wings were outside of the building. You would walk, you would climb in through a window to get on stage, essentially. <laughs> there was a narrow wow. little, there was not, you couldn't be in the wing because there were no, uh, uh, you know, uh, there were none legs. There, to, were, no <laughs> there were no legs to hide you. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so I was just going, whoo, whoo, just kind of doing small circles, tight, you know, sort of a penguin walk, tight circle, because it could happen again. It felt like there was another coming in the chamber, you know? So uh, to answer your question, uh, it, it was retained within the buttocks. Okay, there so, was, there so you was look a mess. and you're like, okay, there's no... But the I didn't look, I could feel it. You it, could vividly feel that it had not yet escaped... And it hadn't hit the whites the, yet. The, the seal of the buttocks. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. no. Okay. And, the, and I, I was probably wearing a patterned boxer for, for full display. Of course you were, yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, um, so, it, so I waddled in tight circles trying <laughs> to manage my thing. And for the first time in my life, I, I began the technique of managing the nervousness. And, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I made a pretty good go of it. I did not 
mess myself again. But I did have this burden. Yes. I was, I was, I was you, carrying a burden. You were carrying putting between your buns that hadn't made it past the box Precisely or the right. thing. Precisely right. They had not, it had not, to, to be clear, that it had not broken the seal of the buttock. It was, there was kind of like a bubble Sure. Oh, sure. Retained. Yeah. And, yeah. With this, and this, that alone, I, I'm, I'm proud of myself. That was a that Herculean effort. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So, so I managed, I was waddling over to the woods and at some point in that journey, uh, the seal was compromised. For, for <laughs> there, was, there was undeniably a break of the seal. And I, What were you trying to do when you walked? Okay, sorry, great. Trying okay, to I, was like... walk, I was walking to the woods to find leaves. Got it, got it. Okay, I, so the you, outhouse so the was, was 400 uh, waddles uh, yeah, away. Yeah, 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 no, you're not making that. The the, the woods are maybe 40 waddles away. Yeah. So uh, I waddle over to the woods. Uh, no one is, I'm you know, kind of checking my sight lines, making sure I have clearance. <sighs> Probably at this point, maybe like five minutes to show. Five minutes to my curtain. Thank you, know, you this five. Is, Thank you, five. <laughs> Fuck you, five. The show is going. The show is going. It's happening. And you can you... feel, yeah, you can oh, feel okay. the audience being like, oh, yeah, very those good. sounds you know, are very that kind scary. Of really tense. Like, it's, tense. it's about to happen. Yeah, they're you know they're not loving it. They're engaged, but they're yeah. not. It's not a. Uh, so the show is happening. I'm sorry. Oh, you're very much. The show has started. I, I beg your pardon. This is, is that's that's okay. a wasn't his moment. Yeah. Wasn't your moment. It wasn't oh my, yeah. my for God. me. The show <laughs> happening. But the show was yeah very much. Oh, there was a din. There was a din. And you, everyone, yeah. The 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 both of the hosts of the show are cringing right now because everyone knows that feeling. They you can hear it. Oh, even if it's dead pin drop silence, silence. You can feel the expectation. Expectation in the room. Yeah. It's almost a static And there's no stopping it. There's no like, it's hey, can late. you hold for a second? Because I'm going to have to wipe. Absolutely Even, not. Not that you would That's do that, right. but it's happening. It's, it's the on. The bus yeah. is moving. It is on, yeah. Oh. So I waddled over to the woods. I made it over. And uh, I, I I think I found, I was, I, I had found what I thought was some privacy. So I, I kind of uh, stooped over and uh, addressed the issue with the, with nature's Kindness, uh, the, the leaves that were available, yeah. Nature Sherman. And uh, I, I think I did a pretty good job, but I wasn't entirely sure and I couldn't get a good angle on the tennis white. I wasn't sure if there had been a drip down right. or, a, or a soak through or any number of things. Cause this was, I mean, I, th I think we can, we've all been assuming this is not a solid matter. <laughs> no, but, no. On no. the contrary. You're basically no. dressing a wound yeah, that's exactly uh, as just right. to like, it's we just triage. need to keep this alive. It's triage. That's Till exactly we get right. to the hospital. Um, Precisely. Unfortunately, your hospital is a stage. Exactly oh, right. Uh, yes. So you're just like you're just you're just trying to do the heavy lifting. That's but there's, right. There's That's no right. fine work here. I, look, I'm diarrhea. going on. I'm going on. You know, I, I, I'm just going to do the best I can right now. I'm going on. I'm not going to. What am I going to do? Run away? My parents are in there. They're my ride home. You yeah. know, like I got it. I love that such the mind of a love year. Then I ride home. I could I, I would have to live here forever. Yeah. No, I would yeah, I would have to It's either that, yeah. either I do the show or I live in the woods. I'm Nell. Yeah. That's it. There's only two options. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and uh, uh, so and then I catch out of the corner of my eye the outhouse at the other end of these woods, you know, the the, mm -hmm. the building extends for, you know, I don't know what distances are, but let's say like 100 feet. Sure, that you know, sounds good, like something. A good-sized stone building. Then beyond that, the same distance is an outhouse. So it's kind of looming in the distance. And I'm uh -huh. like, you know what? I should really do due diligence. I'm feeling, I don't have a watch, but I'm feeling like maybe I have a second. And at this point, I have the agency for something faster than a waddle. And okay. it's kind of like a... Because you've cleaned up a little bit. Exactly. I've cleaned up. I think there's no more dripping. Oh, my God. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. This, it's it's uh, the the poop story is an interesting one to, to manage the um, 
the no. graphic nature. Anyway, no, no, no don't. There's a lot of outs and outs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I manage what? How would I describe this? It was a kind of a limited, awkward gate. It was, but it was something beyond a waddle. Yes. Uh, I made it over to the outhouse, and I did my darndest. At this point, now I'm fully dropping trout. That was the main reason I wanted the outhouse. So you could not, see. Not only was there a roll of toilet paper in there, but limited sight because I wanted the door closed. Yeah. Coming through the slats, you know, there's a little sure. bit of dusk sure. light. It's probably maybe 7.30 on a mm -hmm. summer evening. So it's kind, <laughs> kind of, of gorgeously light. It's, it's that magic hour for white people. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, which is a nightmare for me as someone who cares about my, you know, my, the stage picture. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was hard to really get a clear sense of the, the, the clean... Uh, the degree of cleanliness of, of the uh, hand, of yeah. the hand. So, uh, so I dropped trowel and I was doing my, just scrambling, just rubbing everything with toilet paper, dabbing and squeezing and just making sure that there wasn't any room for error. I did that. I sprinted back to my entrance, uh, <laughs> waited there, and then there was someone hanging out of the window going, Thank God, where have you been? Come on, let's go. Oh, uh, oh and, God. Uh, you hadn't had missed your part yet, though. I had not missed my part. And my part is, and, and this is um, uh, a visual cue in the story, but I'm going to do it for the hosts, and then if they feel that it needs explanation, <laughs> they, they can explain it. Um, uh, my entrance to the show is the lights coming up on me standing like a scare, scarecrow like this. Back to the audience? Back to the audience. So uh, Charlie's doing a, a Jesus pose, like his yeah. his arms. He's, he looks like a, a gigantic T, and his with his back to the <laughs> back to the oh, his back to the audience <laughs> with my oh, back and my bottom. Your back uh, totally totally exposed. totally you're, exposed. Basically, look at you're basically saying, look at my whole back. It's a it's a reverse <laughs> shitty swan dive. Uh, and um, oh my god. You know oh. what I, I killed? Did you crushed it? I crushed it. I turned around. Uh, I did my job. I got in and I got out. And this is something I, I was uh, saying to Adam. Um, <laughs> oh my I, god! Uh, d d d uh, th this is this is something I have for, <laughs> for the Majima professional actor. Just um, so the the folks at home uh, understand that I have been managing this nervous stomach for my entire career, and for most of my career, up until maybe a couple years ago, it was pretty much all I was doing. <laughs> was was just not shitting myself yeah. and what doing do you, a bang up you, job. We do like Stanislavski. What are you doing, Uta Hagen? I'm mostly just not shitting myself. That's right. Like as a, that the character is his moment right before is don't shit yourself. Yeah. It's a clenching. It's a kind of a clenching mostly. and a spiritual. There. It, what's interesting is that there's a physical clench and a, a mental relaxation. Mm. Sure. Those in tandem can really manage uh, the shit storm. Interesting. Um, <sighs> So, so there it is. But yeah, it. it uh, yeah. Do you re do you remember feeling fully confident that there was nothing on your back? Absolutely, positively not. <laughs> it, was, it was very. It much was a, a real leap of faith. I never got a good look at them. It was dusk, light. There was no way to know. So we don't know exactly what the audience saw. I, all well, I know is that I, all I know is that sure. if they saw something, I was so good that they forgave me. <laughs> you have to transcend. Your there, performance I, transcended shitting yourself. That's that. Uh, uh, the, the, the God damn it. The amount of like vulnerability in facing your back after you to, to a crowd on a stage after you would just shit your pants is, is incredible. It's 
it's one of the bravest things I've ever heard. It's actually. It, it, I don't think if I've ever heard anything brave. <laughs> no, you'd have so. to rack your brain I at least. Going to, going to war, not as brave. Not as brave. Um, yeah. You know, there were first responders. None of them necessarily. The white hats went, in Aleppo went no. back first with having to shoot themselves. I mean, that is. You know, it, it, it's interesting that you call it brave because to me, it's there. It's something about my personality is that there is a kind of there's a paradox there mm-hmm. because it is facing something terrible. Right. And that there is bravery in that, but it was only because of my cowardice. What was that your, I if I were if I were if I I don't know what how was to your cowardice? How, maybe is, maybe bravery is relative and subjective well, and based clearly. On, and you're really, talking to two it's, uh, two yeah. of the biggest wimps you've ever met. Right. So, right. so, right. so I mean, I don't, I don't take it to the bank. No, no, no. Cash <laughs> that bravery check. No, no, I clear. understand. No, I'm not. But, I, I don't mean to be. I'm, I'm but not. I don't think you were cowardice. I think you dealt with the situation as best you could, especially yes. considering it was your first time. Yes. The coward. The cowardice mm-hmm. is being motivated purely by, oh, God, no, what will people think? Right. Well, so that sure. that is, and that really is, and the interesting thing about the bravery is that it's really up to the audience to decide whether I'm brave or not. You know what but, I mean? Like, but it didn't overtake you to the point where you didn't go on stage. If, you're, if your fear exactly. was so, if your cowardice, to, to your, using your word, was so extreme that you were like, because uh, there's a world where you're like, I'd rather not go on than even take the chance of giving them the, the chance to judge me. Yes. I mean, you went you went back. You didn't you did not run yes, away. I, de- I definitely didn't cry and sit down recalcitrant. You know, yeah. like I didn't dig my I don't my know heels that in. word at all. I don't even know Solemn. You think I know recalcitrant? Recalcitrant is Krause, a good word. Yeah, that's this this guy Walter recalcitrant who went to the camp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, his, his, his oh. family funded most the, the recalcitrant <laughs> dynasty. What no, recal- mean? recalcitrant means Do you know that word? Yeah. It means it Fuck means you. to dig your it means uh, uh, digging your heels in. Right, it literally it. means in Latin, like, ca- the, ca- uh, I don't know how it breaks well, down. I didn't exactly, know that. Calci, <laughs> Fuck calci you. is I didn't. your heel. Okay. Digging, I didn't know that. I didn't know right, that. Yeah, yeah, so you, were, you got second place on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you. Walter Recalcitrant. Great guy. Oh, the Baltimore Recalcitrant? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are they made people, their money in, by the way. They made their money in Recalcitrant uh, uh, by selling Recalcitrants and, and importing importing exporting <laughs> Recalcitrants. So I, I have a good amount of questions. Please, uh, please. But first thing, and it, it might be a kind of a better closing question, but do you think if you had, if the shit had made its way to the back mm. and you had done that performance with mm. the shit in your back, do you think you'd be an actor today? Do you think if that uh, performance fantastic. had gone? Because a- you, absolutely up to this not. point, you, you make your living not. as an actor. Mm-hmm. You had never performed before. You were a writer before this. So the fact, I mean, this is, Thank this you for calling my 11-year-old self a writer. I really appreciate it. He's, he's so honored. <laughs> you were. I mean, they're... Yeah. I, I, we wrote I, stuff true, your first, we wrote stuff your down. first real at-bat was a hit. What was not only a hit, it was in some ways a home run. You, 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 uh, mm. you avoided an assassination attempt. You, you, there, were, there were nine gunmen at you. Right. And you took, like, direct shots. You survived. Not only that... You fucking destroyed. Like I just, I wonder how much that shapes you of, of almost feeling godlike. Because when you perform, as we could all attest, you know, when you go on stage and and you feel that thing back from the audience, it's a drug. It's a drug that you immediately Absolutely. want forever. Adds to the fact that you just 
got away with murder on this. You, you, it's like you just took a speedball. You didn't just take heroin. You took fucking Molly, and it, like you got all of this rush of endorphins in a way that for an eleven-year-old is. It must. I just wonder how. Well, it was much unprecedented. A, yeah, it was uh, uh, clearly. But like, I wonder I mean, at how what much, point, uh, how how soon after that did you decide that that's something you wanted to do? Yeah. for your life. Uh, okay, well, uh, on the on the tip of. Um, uh, oh, and by the way, to, to um, I think there was a question in there somewhere. There which was, is like, but then I started talking it, what, about everything. Did it, what, <laughs> what didn't that, like, wasn't that kind of like a thrill that you're still seeking to some extent? Or, or is that, that a dragon you you're chasing? And or if Absol you had pooped it, yourself, do you think you would be an actor? I, I absolutely developed a taste for that thrill. I, I am I am an addictive personality. I love the fact that the reason I'm in it is because of how afraid it makes me, and mm -hmm. I still do it. Anyway. So, do you think that 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 there's a the reason that you feel this every time is you are trying to recreate that womb like experience of that? Are you saying I should intentionally shit my pants? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that you're on some level that you're not aware of, you are creating that situation for yourself again. To get the to, juices to, going. To, to feel a high in a way that 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 I mean, You get you the boom, the, the stomach boom still, right? At oh, this age, boom, you've yeah. been doing this forever. I by all, you, by you, all accounts, you shouldn't be getting it because like you've beaten the boom. I wonder how much you want the boom. The body oh, and the minds go, this is how we do this. This is how we get this to this place. <laughs> Montel Jordan is in your asshole. And, he, and, and it's and, always yeah. Friday night. Yeah, that's and interesting. He, and the reason yeah. he's bugging because. So, well, okay, I see uh, what you're saying. So on a Freudian level, to some extent, what I'm after is the shitty feeling. I, I think, in order to yeah. overcome it yeah, that's and right. reach the right. achievement. Yeah, I mean, it's the well, auto erotic association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting it's, it's close kinky. to shitting yourself. It's kinky. They're, they're, oh, it's they're, kinky, baby. It's, it's as how dangerous yes. can we get yes. and how fucking close it to is, the edge can I yes. get? It and, is a thrill-seeking, uh, there's a perversity to it. I, I, I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but it works for you. Sure, yeah. And you've sure. and to this day, you have it's never done you wrong. You have not, no. You it have not, it, but, you, you know. It, uh, so okay. So two things to answer your other question: uh, uh, Would I still be an actor if if I if I had shit on my pants and when I went out there was a <gasps> yeah some kind? If they didn't of, love you. If if if, if there if, if there the takeaway was if Charlie shit himself. If there had been an uncool experience there, it surely would have traumatized me away miles away from the theater. Absolutely, I never would have looked back. I would have run. I wouldn't have gone back to that camp. Because I wouldn't have been able to show my face there, it would have it would have changed my life irrevocably. Absolutely, um, I can't remember the other part of that. Well, answer. I mean, that to me is that means that this is the biggest turning point of your life. That, that that's it, what I'm trying to get at. Is that, I that, think that, so. That, yeah, this dictate this fully dictated your path. Yes. Oh, I remember the other part of it. It absolutely did. What's interesting is that it is is across. It's a cross I've borne as well. Uh, because of the thing that I was saying before, because I have mainly not shit myself for most of my career. <laughs> I want that on a resume. Special skills? I've mainly not shit I, myself. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of extra bandwidth to be great. Interesting. You think huh. a lot of your energy is going towards Absolutely. preventing. And I'm, I am a master at looking like I'm not going to shit myself. But for, <laughs> for most of my career, that's pretty much all I was doing. Wow. And, and, my, and my very critical you know, um, uh, assessment. So is there, and is that still the case today? No, no. A couple of years ago, it's sort of like a, 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 um, we were talking about music, but before we started recording, it's a similar thing where in the past couple of years, I've been like, wait a minute, I'm in my 30s. I should, I should apply myself here. Then I've started to, you know, break down scripts in a, in a, in a new way. So because, because on the point of like the thrill-seeking aspect of it, there was a couple of years ago, e even there was an exciting thing about being 
in a fundamental secret way unprepared for the, for the work. And that mostly means auditions, but it also means the gig. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the kind of thing, I'm fine. I know how yeah. to not shit myself. I don't need to really <laughs> break it down and like have ideas, you know, you know what I mean? Alternatively though, I do wonder if that served you. Now I know you're, you can, you have a, you can say like, it's, it's gotten better for me, but there's a, there's an acting teacher and an actor named Jack Plotnick who I, I love. And I, you know, I, I do some acting and, but his, his whole ph- like philosophy about auditioning is, is, is very much like, uh, when you, right before an audition, you are when your heart starts racing, you you become superhuman. You are thinking in a way that you've never thought before. There's so much blood pumping through you that your brain is working on a different level, and allowing that just to happen and being okay with those nerves allow you, if you don't push them down, allow you to do something that you could surprise yourself with. So his argument would be like that getting like that intensity is. Uh, a gift to just ride with. You're exactly you're exactly right, but the, it does require that extra energy because you can if you the first step is just managing it. Don't shit yourself. Do, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. And then from there you go, okay, how do I use this fear as a furnace? Right. That fuel, you know, that yeah. en- that energizes me and sends me off. It does give I'm confident that it does give me the capacity for greatness. That is that mm. is rare. Mm. You know, and I do, I, I honor it and I'm grateful for it. And it's as much a, you know, as far as being like a linchpin story in my life, it's, uh, it inspires me because it reminds me of what I'm capable of, of who I am, you know, deep down. And, and that, that relationship of cowardice and bravery is something that's always fascinated me and uh, is, is part of what makes me interesting as a performer. The fact that it's not easy for me makes it, makes me interesting. Yeah, to, to and I mean, it makes me wonder... But I've got to be doing more than just shitting myself. Than not shitting, <laughs> than myself. Not shitting I'm, myself. I'm, I'm yeah, not saying right. there's nothing wrong with not preparing, but there is something about absolutely. No, he's the, talking about the furnace and I, and, yeah, yeah, and, and, and applying and the furnace. I yeah. love I love that being on the verge of shitting yourself is the source of your greatness. That is an incredibly beautiful thing. I don't think we've ever had that, like that that conclusion. That's why maybe I'm making this narrative something because I I need it to be that. Um, Well, wait, Doug, could this apply to you? I don't, well, I I feel like there's a history here. You know what I mean? Could could your propensity to shit at all times be the source of your greatness? Well, Uh, am I great? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, By the way, guys, I didn't say greatness. I said potential greatness. Potential greatness. I just want to qualify that. But that means ability to be great. Yes. No. I I do think that I think that, that moment <laughs> of having to shit yourself, I do think connects you to a higher power. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Shit well, I, I mean, you I, know, I, the I, other side, a good shit is like it's a cliche that it's paradise. You know, like if you is, if yeah. you really need it yeah. and you do it right, it is it is ecstasy. I, I oh. couldn't agree more. I remember five years ago when that happened. A real good shit. It was great. Yeah, he was chasing it ever since. It's been years for me as well. You've been Metamucil ever since. Can't. It's the combination of Metamucil and yep. eggs from that one place and you just can't ride it out. At a certain um, amount of fiber, it'll just stop you right up. Yeah, That's it's, true. it's just about finding that line. It's, it's a, such a fine line. Um, but no, I think it's... Uh, it's a really am- amazing story, and uh, having gone to camp and having done theater in camp, I, I can like honestly, I can just like smell the woods. Like I can like I f- I know what that nerve feels like when everyone's going into a room. I you know you did an amazing job telling the story, and it's uh, it's very very interesting. And um, uh, and and Otto was none the wiser. You no. know, no, he wasn't. And that yes. Yeah, so fo- follow up postscript. Uh, I um, I returned the the pants 
to him. I laundered them. Uh, uh, I don't know how I managed that. I think I actually might have pulled a favor with somebody, <laughs> but I know for a fact that I got them washed. Oh, nice. Um, and this is like a weekly laundry situation where it was sent away. So I must have like asked the uh, asked yeah. the chef if I could use. <laughs> he traded some candy cigarettes yeah, for a exactly, favor. Exactly. Uh, but uh, I got them laundered just to be double sure. There was never any leakage that I could see, but just in principle. Hey, that's a miracle. You were. You were and wearing he never, whites. I, I, this is if he's listening to this. This is the first he'll have heard of that. Ne- never came oh. out. I never mentioned it to him. No. Did you mention it to anyone? Yes, I've mentioned it to uh, uh, all of my best friends. Okay. That at the time. Oh, at the time. Well, it was the end of the summer. It was the end of the summer, so I didn't have a lot of time to tell that story. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. yeah. But I de- it definitely is a well-known story with my best camp friends for sure. I can't help but thinking about how your mom's initial uh, impetus yeah, let's to go send back to you that. to camp was to get you into sports. And yeah. what, and what makes, she did was. And it makes me wonder. Uh, first of all, that was an incredibly um, athletic and I would imagine aerobic moment for you when you were running around <laughs> the woods. Heart rate, just where you want it to be. Oh my God. It was a feat of strength. Absolutely. Yeah. But the waddling, least, that's just, this but, is... But your, 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 um, your propensity to potentially shit yourself being the source of your potential greatness, I wonder if there are athletes out there who share that quality. Well, marathon runners, I think, well, very they, often they, do. They, they that's shit themselves of, constantly. That's standard operating procedure. Right, but are, is there anyone in the NFL? Constantly. Is there anyone in the NFL? Is there anyone in the NBA, in Major League Baseball? There has to who, be. Who, who every time before a game is like, I'm about to shit myself and rises from that <laughs> to greatness. <laughs> I gotta think that. And, and for whatever reason, I just, and I don't think it is him, but I just had the thought of Eddie Vedder about to go on stage. Oh, yeah, I bet, I bet he has a nervous Just being stomach. like, oh, I'm about to shit. <laughs> and then he's on, and then he's fine. I'm still alive is about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm still alive. That's your, that's your anthem. I'm still alive. Um, he's just hanging from the rafters, holding in a shirt. And there has to be. It just has to be. Yeah. It's a whole premise of this show is that there, there has to be uh, a couple athletes, uh, professional athletes, musicians. Calling all this. poopers. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you look, if, if you're listening right now and you've had these experiences right before the most important moment of your life, or think, uh, you know, email us or, or tweet at us or call us on the shit hotline. Uh, like, let's talk about it. You know? Yeah, because uh, I think it, these formative, these incredible moments. I mean, do you guys have a shit hotline? We do. It's one seven eight six. Hold it N. The letter N. And, and people call us and tell us their oh. stories. Yeah. Gosh. It's uh, fantastic. I really hope you're not joking. I can't I, tell. You not, guys are both pretty dry. It's hard no, to No, 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 it's real. It's, it's a real thing. Oh, it's real. I'm we so get happy. calls. All I'm so happy. Calls I'm so happy to be it's here. It's the best. Yeah, it's it's like, thank you for sharing you. your story with us. It's it was a, it's a, I it's, love a formative story. It's a, it is. It's, 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 it's my absolute pleasure. It it makes this all mean more because like this this is a huge part of your life, if not one of the most important things. Very much. Um, I shit every day. <laughs> you shit every day. This is one that sticks out. At though. least, at least yeah. but, not, but not too much. <laughs> this is one that sticks out of the water. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of just, um, what's it called? Prairie dogging? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you won. I can't believe you did it. Boxers. Boxers. Boxers, boxers and tennis whites. No, tennis whites is like, it's one of the best reasons to wear briefs is sure. to yeah. prevent leakage in that Situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I only wear briefs, so uh, I hate the way they feel. Um, well, this is great, Charlie. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything that we can promote for you on the show, or uh, to direct people to? You're on Twitter. Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, Son of Hugh on Instagram. That's always a good time. 
I make music on the side, so Instagram is a good way to keep up with me about about what I'm doing. I have a YouTube channel, just C Houston Chusen, where I C. where Hewson, I make uh, uh, the occasional so that's content. H E W S O N. Yeah, C. It's spelled like Chusen. Chusen. C H E W S O N. That's that's my YouTube, and I, I I'm with a, a group called Clean Plate Club that make these weird little experimental videos. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so Clean Plate Club is good, and then um, I'm in movies and TV shows and stuff. Just just Google me. Just All right. Google me. Just cool. Googling. Just Google it out. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Arlen. Yeah, it's my pleasure. All right, well, that was uh, Charlie Hewson. Yeah, I really love, I know I said it earlier, but I just love these camp stories. We've had a few now. These formative ones are the totally. best. It's, it's Ameri- Not the best. I it's, just Ameri- like it's Americana. It, it is, yeah. it like, gets, it's it's the wonder years. It's it's like, it immediately takes you down back to a nostalgic place and formative years. Yep. Um, and usually, and in this case, it was very specifically a launching point moment, but uh, sometimes it is more subtly. You know, but I, I subtle about this. It, no, not at all. But it usually makes a huge impact on your life when you have an experience like that as a kid. Totally. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I. It's a great story, and it's it's amazing that that's what what he does for a living now. <laughs> I know. And that was the first time. It's really great. Um, so definitely check out Charlie. Check out his YouTube page and um, watch him. He's a tremendous actor and 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 a great musician. Um, I think you'll really dig him. Anyway, everyone, thank you for for listening to the show. Thank you um, uh, for telling your friends. I'm assuming you have, but I'd like to see more of that happen. I'd love to see a couple more subscriptions happen. Yeah, I got to tell you, we, we got to get up there. I really, you know, there are people. I don't check the numbers. You check I them? check the numbers, yeah. and, you know, the numbers are good. They, they should be better, I think, for the quality. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm just telling you what my father told me. They should be better. Um, but please, yeah, subscribe if you haven't already and tell tell two or three people about the show. I feel like we get so many tweets. We get so many comments and numbers. It's great. Honestly, you're like... Well, nothing is ever t- nothing is ever enough for me. It's just so you know, I- I'm filling a-, a void that cannot be filled. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I-, I-, I really, we really appreciate everyone who does listen, and we have we've been getting a tremendous amount of tweets and uh, emails. So people have been tweeting at us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. That's D O L G, and we love your tweets. We love your charms, logos. Keep them coming, please. Please keep emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com and keep calling us on the shit hotline at one seven eight six. Hold it down. That is the letter N. We love your calls your stories, your slogans. Um, so just keep them coming. It, we, it really does make this so uh, such a more fulfilling like thing to do when people reach out and tell us their personal stories. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, keep listening to the show. Until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.